Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. But this morning, while I was praying, all right, and getting ready for the service, I heard a whole song that dropped into my heart. And sometimes I usually would not want to sing, you know, for some reason, you know, maybe Yoruba or Igbo, I was, I mean, for some reason. But I just felt that strong um, voice of the Spirit through that song this morning. And I want us to sing that song together. And you don't have to stand up. You're just going to sit down. You're going to lift your two hands. Um, If you know the way the Lord works with my ministry, you would understand that God gives us a song and then he launches us. All right? With it. If this is your first time coming to the new, welcome to the new. And for that person who will DM me later today to say, now I found my church, or the two people, please meet me in the DM space. <laughs> welcome truly to church. Or welcome home, like we say. All right, lift your two hands to God. How many of you want to guess the song? Eh? What did you say, PD? Erol. It's not that deep. <laughs> Amen. But it's an old song. The Lord just dropped in my heart. And I want you to shut your eyes, everyone. We're going to sing that song together. It says, O Lurie of heaven, You're coming up. You're coming up. Lift your hands. All right, let me help you add perspective to that. I don't know what it means in English. It means the God of grace, right? So tell me, the God of grace, fearful in praise, and the God of the world, I praise your name. Did you study Yoruba in school? <laughs> That's the meaning, all right, for those who don't understand. But you can just melody along if you don't know it very well. But I'll tell you what. When the Lord gave me that song this morning, I saw crowns resting on the heads of people. And that's what the Lord said is going to happen. It's going to crown your year with goodness. And it's not only talking about this year. It's going to crown your next year with goodness. There's a crown that fits your head that would rest. If nothing drops to your heart this particular session, remember you were crowned. That's what I wanted to go back with. I was crowned. And as that song, I see the angels of God descending and ascending with crowns rightly fitting everyone's head. Golden crowns. It represents authority, it represents power, 
It represents rulership. It represents enforcement. Amen. Are you ready now? Lift your two hands and sing it. Oh. One more time. Hey. Oh, oh, oh. 
Somebody shout, thank you, Jesus. Uh, I wanted to shout like you know you got something right now. Shout it, thank you, Jesus. 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 around our song of yesterday are you ready for that are you ready you know the song right alright okay let's go from oh are we ready one two alright beautiful hallelujah are we ready now oh Everybody say Come. I hear all the new 
Sing it to them. Tell them. Boldly, prophetically. Well Look for one more neighbor. Look for them. Look for them. World, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Ooh, wow. Another person, another person. Declare it, declare it, declare it. Look for one more person, one more person, one more person. Go to the back, move to the front, say. people, two more people, go to the back, go to the center, anywhere, world, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, world, I'm coming, 
believe that one of the things that happened in this service this morning while we were singing that song was that God was putting the burden of exploit on us. The burden of impact, the burden to truly raise and disciple a generation for him in the year 2023. It's a burden that God has put it on us. It's a burden. And I pray that every one of us here would take our share of that burden. Because it's too much for one man. But when we come together, we can do more. The Bible says that one will chase a thousand, two, three thousand. We can change the world. We can take the world. If only we'll put our hands to the plow and not look back. If child will grow to become sons and just mature to be who and take their rightful places. And if people would just truly partner with the vision, not with their words, but in action, in deeds. And after the service, the, the, the conversation is what, where are we commandeered to go to? What next? What are we doing? How can I put my hands to this plow and not look back? How can I ascend from just being a member to becoming a discipler of men? How can I bring in my gift and my talent in partnership for us to take the world? That the new is not just a church that you attend, but the new is who you are. And so it moves away from we are the new to I am the new. I am the new. I'm part of a global force, global assignment on the surface of the earth. And that the whole earth will be filled with his glory. The whole earth will be filled with his glory. From Singapore to Malaysia to Kenya to Brunei to Spain to Germany to Europe to Poland to South Africa to North Dakota to America to England to Paris to Germany to Belgium to Kuala Lumpur to Sydney to Austria to Argentina that the kingdoms of our God wow I just want us to consecrate ourselves to God in this moment and say Lord do to me what you want. This new year coming, I am the new truly. You who they would always ask to come to church before, now become the person bringing many to God. Listen guys, we are building an ark for a generation like Noah. Because the flood is not coming, the flood is here already. And many people are drowning in that flood. And as Noah's we will take the wood in the covenant of our God and build for him. It might take long, but we'll build eventually.
And in years to come, we will look at ourselves and smells and pass on the baton to our children's children. And we'll declare the word of faith, of audacity to them. As we together, in oneness of vision, in collectiveness of vision, we take over the word for God. I am the new. 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 I am I I I I That the Lord will give us templates to build economies, templates to build governments, templates to build schools, templates to build healthcare, templates to build media, templates to build fashion, templates to build families. The new will become a house, a scroll of templates. Divine curriculums divinely implanted into our hearts. Supernatural partnerships with one another. A heavenly economy called the new. A force of the earth and a force of the nation. A force of the earth and a force of the nation. As the water covers the earth, so will this mighty army cover the earth. And in the year 2023, an alarm has gone forth to the earth. A roar has gone forth to the earth and here comes the nations, here comes the sound of a multitude, here comes the sound of a battalion and in this service platoon leaders are raised, platoon leaders are commissioned, platoon leaders are commissioned to raise and disciple the battalions, to march a battalion as generals to raise a sound for mighty many people coming in, they are coming in for far and wide from the north, from the south, from the east, and from the west. A mighty army, a mighty people, a mighty army. It's the year of explosion. It's the year of explosion. It's the year of explosion. With signs and wonders following. With great finances. With supernatural resources. Soak it in, soak in that worship, maker of the universe.
Proclaim it, Lord. Wow. With a grateful heart. Let's get into the word. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, last, um, yesterday we started talking about faith. 
And if you've not listened to the message, please go back to the teachings of yesterday. So we'll start first by reading the book of Galatians chapter 3 and verse 1. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 1. Amen. Galatians chapter 3. All right. Oh, pardon me. No, not Galatians. Verse 11, pardon me. Galatians chapter 3, verse 11. Amen. All right, let's read this together, everyone. One, two, ready and read. But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident, for the just shall live by faith. And yesterday we established the fact that the way a just man would live is by what? Come on, let me hear you. It's by what? And we then establish the fact that a just there speaks of a justified man. And the justified man is every person who is born again, who has made Jesus the personal Lord of their life, and now walks in the redemptive rights and the redemptive package of your Christian faith. And so we said that the justified there is one thing for you to be justified is another thing for you to live on the earth. And so the justification of a just man is not enough because you can be just, but the redemptive package that you have in Christ, you cannot reap the benefits of it if you don't live by faith. In fact, faith is the key card. Faith is the access card through which you would go into your redemptive package though you were born again, though you've given your life to Christ. It is with the key card of faith you slot in there and you can take what you have. You know what we have like the vent machine? When you want to get food or get drinks or get snacks from it. You go there, you put a card, you put money or something and then boom, the thing comes out. Right? Yes or no? That's exactly the way it is. It's the same way the, the, the drinks, the snacks, the food are already in the vent machine already. But you need a key card. You need an access card in order for you to put it in for that thing to come out. That access card, that key card that is required for the snacks to come out from the vending machine is what we call faith. So the Bible says the requirement of a just man to live on, the la- on this earth is by faith. Say after me, I walk by faith, walk by faith. and not by, not by sight. And I told you then yesterday also that the activators of faith is number one, you believe, yes or no, Amen. Somebody say, I believe. Number two, you say. Somebody say, I say. Meaning that you believe in your heart. Remember when Jesus went to the tomb of Lazarus? It says, if thou wouldest believe, thou wouldest see the glory of God. It says every time, have you seen that in the Bible? Every time somebody comes to Jesus, like Jairus, and they say, oh, my little daughter is sick. Come and lay your hands on her and she shall live. Jesus would say, only believe. Only believe. Only believe. This is why we are called believers. Because we are, we, are, we are created and we are designed to believe. Somebody shouted very loud, I'm a believer. Because I believe in the power of God and the person of Jesus. Glory be to God. And so the word believer is taken from the word believe. That's why we are called believers. Believer is not only the set apart. It's not the ecclesias alone. Yes, that's correct. But it's those people who choose to believe in the Lordship of Jesus. Do you believe in the Lordship of Jesus? Amen. Number two, you say. So you don't only believe, 
Once you believe, you also say what you believe. Glory be to God. The Bible says God who calls those things that be not as though they were. And so whenever you have a situation in your body, maybe you are sick in your body or maybe you have a financial crisis or maybe in your job or as a working professional, as a business owner, you have difficulty in your job, you have difficulty in your business. Everything is not going the way it plans. You are not just supposed to stay there sucking up and be crying and say, oh, I don't know why things are just bad for me. Listen, God only responds to your faith, not to your tears. For we do not have a high priest that cannot be taught with the feelings of our infirmities. Scripture says, he understands your feeling, but what makes him respond to the feeling is your faith. Amen. Bible says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so what makes God respond to you is your faith. Amen to Jesus. Somebody shout it very loud, I have faith. I have faith in God and I believe in God and so with this faith that you have you must learn how to say what you believe and so we are going through this tough time in your business in your career in your finances in your marriage in your you don't you don't listen I taught you this yesterday you don't use fear you don't use thoughts to attack fear are you hear what I'm saying things are running through your mind thoughts are running through your mind satanic thoughts are running through your mind the devil is telling you, oh, you're shouting, oh, word, I'm coming. I hope you know that's what you said last week. I'm coming. I hope you know I'm coming for you too. You don't go right there and be thinking, oh, I'm not coming. You don't use thoughts to destroy what the devil is saying. You use words. Glory to Jesus. I love the guy in the Bible who told Jesus, he says, speak thy word at thy word. Listen, the word of God is enough. And let me tell you something. The word of of God in your mouth is as powerful as God's words in his own mouth. Did you hear what I said there? The word of God in your mouth because the same way God is compelled to establish his own word is compelled to establish his own word too in your mouth. The word of God in your mouth is as powerful, is as potent, is as strong, is as ferocious Scripture says in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, 4, it says um, the words um, which, is, no, 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 that's um, John. Um, the word of God, thank you Jesus. It says the word of God is what? Quick, powerful and sharp, sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God is quick, the word of God is sharp, and the word of God in your mouth is quick and sharp. Say it with me very loud. The word of God, word of God. in my mouth is quick and sharp. And then I taught you that the word is in two phases. Number one, we have the Logos, which is the written word, which is this Bible right here. This word here is God's love letter to you. It's the promises of God to you. It's not only the promise of God to you, it is what made possible to you. Meaning that everything you see in the Bible is possible to you. Did you hear what I said? Stop reading when Jesus walked on water as only Jesus walking on water. Listen, there are career waters you must walk on. They are business waters you must work on. So what this thing shows us is a type and shadow of what is possible. So if Jesus walked on water and he did things that were impossible, then it is possible for me. Everything you see in the Bible is an invitation for possibility. So everything you read in the scripture is God writing an invitation to you that you can do same. Listen, as Christians, we must learn to stop getting astonished by the prophets of old. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. 
We must learn to stop getting astonished. Yes, Moses parted the Red Sea. In his days, he needed to pass the Red Sea to cross over to the other side. But you might have a Red Sea of government you need to pass. So stop getting astonished. Listen, in Hebrews chapter 11, the patriarch of old were written to us so that we can see what is possible. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So every time in the Bible, you read the Bible, or you study the word, or, the, or God speaks to you, what must come to your mind is a picture of Jesus and Peter. Jesus was on the other side, on water. Peter was on the other side. He says, if you are God, bid me to come. He says, if I'm doing it, then it's possible for you to do it. Come. So every time you read the word, you hear the voice, come. The spirit bids you, come. Meaning that if Jesus can do it, then you can do it. Let me tell you something. Jesus never did the mighty things he did on the earth to make him feel superior to us. If not, he would never have made a mistake to lie to us to say, greater works shall you do. Do you get what I'm saying? So in other words, what Jesus was actually saying to us is that what I have done, you will make it a child's play. And so the disciples understood that. So when it came to the time when Peter was doing his own healing miracles and healing ministry, Peter would walk past and Peter's shadow would heal the sick. But Jesus' shadow not, didn't do that. At least it was not recorded in the Bible. Probably did it, but maybe it was not recorded in the Bible. So you see that the disciples took it to another level. There was a time Paul, I think it was Paul, was preaching. Somebody fell down, went to him, raised the person back up to life and continued to preach. They, 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 they made what Jesus did. You know what was going on in heaven? Jesus wasn't saying, look at these people, they are shining me. No, 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 no. A good father wants better things for his children. So every time you exercise your faith, you make God proud. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just imagine this conversation going on in heaven. Just imagine, I'm just saying. That God is telling the angels, see, see what Tade just did. You, you, you know even do Amo. You know even do that one. See now. Because of the spirit of faith. I said to you that the first thing Jesus, God said in Genesis chapter 1 is the same spirit of faith. He saw darkness and he called for light. God, who called those things that be not as though they were. You must learn how to keep saying it. Oh yes, you can never get tired of saying what you believe. The day you get tired, the devil has won. Listen, you must learn how to make your, your prayer point not only a tongue life, but a confession life. And confession is not only the one you write with your hands, it's a prophetic declaration that comes to your spirit. Sometimes you are just driving and you just feel like declaring that the nation is given to me. Stop using your faith for small things. I will show you in a moment. Let me tell you what comes to my mind every time I make declaration. It's like I take out a bazooka and I'm spraying. Pa, 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 pa. Anybody that come close, pa, he touch them. If the devil come close, pa, he touch them. Amen. Amen. Because the words which we speak are spirits and life. They are no casual words. That's why you must be careful what you say. You can't be saying things to yourself that, I don't know, my life has just pafuka. Angels don't know jokes, so. They are like uh, soldier. It's go they yell. There's not like, no, 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 joke I No, no, no. They hack into the word of a servant. Are you hearing what I'm saying there? Number three, number four, number two, three, you imagine. I said that yesterday. Everything you say, you imagine it's being done. 
Abraham, God took him, showed him the stars, showed him the sands. He said, so shall thy seed be. You imagine. And number four, you do what? You act on the word. The Bible says faith without work is dead. So you are not only saying, you are not only believing, you are not only imagining, you are also acting. If God says you are healed, then you are healed. Stand up and walk, then stand up and walk. If God says you have that money, even though you are trying to do that project, you are trying to build that house, or you don't have the money in your bank account, and God says at least you have a shovel, buy a shovel first and keep. Do you know that's the footsteps of faith? You don't wait to see it in your bank account. That's not faith. Faith is responding to the unseen to bring it to the scene. You get what I'm talking about? And so you start with the footsteps of faith. The steps of Abraham. You don't buy a car. I remember one time I was going to buy a car, my first car. I told somebody I wanted to buy a car. The person said, do you know how to drive? I said, no. He said, you want to buy a car? I said, yes. Then I talked with you. Truly, what am I doing? So the person said to me, why not go and buy a key, a key holder first and start with it? And so I did it. And I, knew, I realized the way life is designed, everything you desire, everything you act on comes to you. The phone you wanted to buy all this life of your life that you desire so much. I hope you know that the moment you fix your gaze on something, you start seeing it around. For some of you who have wigs, the wig you wanted to buy, I want to pull your wig away now. You saw the wig on someone that came to church and said, oh boy, anything I want, I order. Oh. So you ordered this wig from the courtyard of heaven and then all of a sudden, everywhere you go, it's like everybody's wearing that same wig. You see, I knew they are in the church. Amen. That's how faith works. Imagination brings it to you. The forces of the earth brings it to you. When Jesus was going to multiply 5,000 people up, five loaves of bread and two fishes, he did not see, he did not do like this, voila! He had to see something. He had to start with the five loaves and the two fishes. Then when you start there, then it begins to multiply. So what is the five loaves that you have? And what is the two fishes? Act on those ones first. Did you get blessed by that? Alright, Romans chapter 3 and verse 27 Romans 3, 27 I want to show you that faith is a law The Bible says in Romans chapter 3 and verse 27 Romans 3 and verse 27 It's the law of faith Romans 3, 27 It says where is boasting then Is excluded But what law of works? No, but the law of faith The law of faith So it means that faith is a law and you know that if you pass one way in Lagos and there is a law that says that you cannot pass one way, they will catch you. It's the same way faith is a law. It's a spiritual law in this kingdom. It's our modus operandi, the operation, the progress in which we operate is faith. It's a law. It's the same way we have natural laws and the same way we have spiritual law. So who do I want to use an example now? Bishop, please come. Amen. Now watch this. I'm a powerful man of God. Do you believe that? All right. Now this is Bishop here. And then I tell Bishop, I'm going to stretch my last finger with the anointing to you. And as you jump, you are not going to come to the ground. Now, let's go. One, you, do, you believe you, do you believe you're a man of God? You don't believe me. Do you believe me? <laughs> it's I believe it's I. All right, one, two, three, jump. You see, we hang now. You see, prophetic. Ah, you came down, okay? What's that? Natural law of gravity. 
is the same way in the realms of the spirits, faith is a law. There is what we call the person of Jesus and the principles of Jesus. The person of Jesus is the love of Jesus. But there are principles through which when you want to see the possibilities of that Jesus in your life, you must walk certain principles. And faith is one of those principles. But you see, God is so gracious to us that the law of faith is not only act on us. That's why he knows that by strength you can do nothing. That's why God then brought grace to partner with faith. Because he knows that you alone, that law of faith as a law would not work. That's why faith then brought abundance. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'll show you in the scripture. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. Wow, okay. Ephesians 2 verse 8. Okay. Ephesians 2 verse 8. Thank you, Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. Did you see that? How were you saved? For by what? You have been saved through faith. And that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. Next verse, verse 8. Not of works. Is that verse 9? Not of works, lest anyone should boast. So you were saved by grace through faith. So grace, what is grace? Let's start from there. Grace is unmerited favor. What you didn't pay for. What you, didn't des- what you don't deserve. Yes or no? And so grace comes to partner with your faith. So the equation of grace to partner with your faith is called possibilities. Let me give it to you this way. Grace plus faith equals possibilities. Write that down. Grace plus faith. You see, grace has a way of helping your faith to be strong. Are you hear what I'm talking about there? Grace helps your faith to be strong. When your faith begins to get weakened, grace, unmerited favor, unmerited help, helps your faith to be strong. Glory be to God. And so the Bible says in the book of Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, it says the life that I now live is in the faith of the Son of God. It says I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith. So do you see that the way you live your life is by the faith? Somebody say, I live my life by the faith of the Son of God. I remember what I taught you yesterday, that the concept of faith is you believing the power and the personality of Jesus that is all-powerful. He can do anything that he wants to do. That's the concept of faith. That's what you anchor your faith on. So when the Bible says, our faith in God, is you believing that God is able to do what he says he would do. Full stop. That's what it means. I'll show you a scripture in the book of Acts chapter 3, verse 17. Acts chapter 3, Peter and John, um, yeah, they were going to the beautiful gate, the gate of beautiful, and they were going to heal this guy. All right. Acts chapter 3, let me see. Verse 16, thank you. Verse 16, a preceding verse before that. Look at what it said. They had healed this guy. People were exclaimed, wow, you guys healed this guy. Look at what they said. It says, and his name, through faith in his name. Listen, Jesus and his word are one and the same. Do you know that when, of us get, when we get to heaven, many of us will be dazed at the simplicity of this person called Jesus. 
we would only get to able to realize that it looks the same as the word in your hand. It looks the exact same way as this Bible in your hands. I tell you the truth. The same. Because it will never contradict his word. His word is his bond. And he is the word. So the word and him are the same. So when we say believe the word, we are literally saying believe Jesus. That's why we say in the new, if it's not in the word, it's not for me. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So we believe in his name, through faith in his name. Then how does faith come? Romans chapter 10 and verse 7. How faith comes. Number one, faith comes by how? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. Say it very loud. Faith, my faith comes by hearing of the word. Listen, let me tell you something so profound here. Faith, and I, I don't want you to miss what I'm about to say. Faith is not a shangri. Faith is not, I, I go run am, I go run am, I go do am. That's not faith though. That's casualty. Faith is only supernaturally impacted into your spirit through the word or through the spirit. Are you hear what I'm saying? It's the same way hope is not wishful thinking. Hope is a supernatural impartation of the word. That's why the Bible says about Abraham who against hope believed in hope. Meaning that your hope is built by the word. And when we say the word, I've taught you that in two forms. Number one, what God said to you personally, and I'll explain that to you. I showed you that yesterday. When God called Abraham and he told him to leave his father and his kindred to a place that he would show him, and the Bible says it was accounted to him as righteousness, what scripture did Abraham read? Did Abraham read any scripture? Was he a scripture he read? But what happened to him? He heard the voice of God. So that means that when God speaks, faith is supernaturally impacted to you. This is why we pray. When God speaks, faith is supernaturally impacted into your life. Simple. You can take that mustard seed faith and change the world with it. Stop casualizing that little faith of start that business. That little thing. That little thing of start that business. You want to get your faith to a point where you feel like, I can't. No, no, no. It says if you have faith as little as a mustard seed, he says, you shall say to this mountain, how would a mustard seed faith speak to mountain? So he was saying that the little voice that you've heard of God has built enough faith to do anything you need. Somebody shout, I have, I have faith. I hope you know that now you have faith. Be angry and say it one more time, I have, I have faith. And I'm about to change my world. Glory to God. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's not only the hearing of God's voice and God's word. You see, let me say some few things here. We must learn how to come back and reactivate certain things that we've lost in the body of Christ. One of which is plugging up. Thank you. One of which is plugging up. Is that the voice of God? Amen. One of which is plugging our ears and listening to word. It's not old school. Some spiritual things will never go, will never be old-fashioned. Listen, ancient mantles requires ancient depths. Yeah. Deeper possibilities require deeper depths. You see, the same way you will never find, you will never find gold and silver and diamond on the ground. You have to dig deep, 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 deep to draw it out. 
It's the same way they are setting precious things. This is why the Bible says the secret things belong to God. So it means that they are secret things. It's the one that I revealed that you, that you have. We must restore back hearing word. How many of you ever had palato? Is it palato or palato? Palato. Palito. How many of you had Dixman? I remember Dixman. I would go and get, now we don't even buy CDs again. I would go and get Kenneth Copeland messages. Whenever they have um, um, Southwest Biblical Convention, I'll order it, I'll get them, put it in my Dixman. Then we moved over to MP3 players, where you can put 5 gig, 3 gig, depending on the amount of money you have in your account. And how well your parents are good to you to give you allowance. You just plug messages there. From Hagen to Copeland, I just plug messages there. I'm walking, I'm listening. I'm walking, I'm listening. I'm walking, I'm listening. Faith, listen. If you are believing God for a new level in finances, you better be listening to faith in that area. That's how faith works. You will realize what will happen to you. You will get so fed to a point that as you are listening and listening and listening, all of a sudden, utterance will come out from your mouth. You are just listening. You, are, you now get to the point where you are intoxicated. Two things happen at that level. Sometimes you are angry. Sometimes you are joyful. Sometimes you are angry and that anger will bet declaration from your mouth. Sometimes you just realize that, wait, what have I been worrying myself about? And you are joyful. You must go back to listening to the word. We have so many messages in the new. Go to our website, um, our YouTube page, the new church. Messages on faith like we're doing this week. Messages on the Holy Ghost. Messages on finance. Messages on Wise Up Tuesday. Amen. Amen. If you lack wisdom, if any man marks wisdom, the Bible says, let him ask for God, from God. Glory to God. You just keep soaking it. You keep soaking it. You just keep soaking it. You just keep drinking it. You just keep drinking it. All of a sudden, your capacity to believe for bigger is increased. It's enlarged. It's, 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 are you getting what I'm saying? It's stretched. Go back to listening to messages. You must restore back certain behaviors by plugging messages and even sleeping. Let me tell you something. Listen to me and listen to me very well. Worship songs will not feed your faith. Worship songs will help you ascend. Help you all the God of heaven. Help you stir up some dimensions. I tell you the truth. But in terms of feeding your faith is hearing of the word. Not only the hearing of the word in terms of audios, but also the reading of the word. Your money devotion that is just plugging Hillsong. You have been devoted to, to yourself. It's good. I'm, I don't have any problem about that. Sometimes you might feel very weak. It happens to me. Sometimes I feel tired. I don't feel like praying. When I play a song and I just stay on it for 15 minutes, all of a sudden I start to feel. So it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But that must never take the place of the word. Amen. Remember this old song, prayer is the key. Prayer is the key. Actually, word is the key. Word is the key. Word is the master key. Because scripture says that if you believe in my word, anything you say when you pray, when you have the word, the word, the word, that's why I like when we have the feast. Because we have elongated time to hear the word. You go back pregnant. You are just pregnant. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are just pregnant. Pregnant for the word. Pregnant to take your word. Pregnant for the year 2023. 2023, where are you? Come, 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 come. Somebody say, Happy New Year. Your mind says something has entered since last year. 
<laughs> Which one is happening here? Something I've entered since last year because I'm already ready. I'm ready. Listen, my word for 2023, I will get it this year. It's not in the day of battle you are cocking gun. You didn't hear what I said. It's not at the day of battle you are now saying, give me bullets, give me, uh, they kill you for cheap. You are ready, you get there, you are spraying. Until the general say, come down now, we have not started fighting. Say, ah, me, I've started though. From 1st of January, is all your mass said, go. It's not let us eat chicken, we will eat all, but we are ready for the year. The strategy of takeover happens this year. 2023 January is implementation time. That's how we work, so. That's how we work, so. See that we man diligence in his business. We we'll stand before kings and not before men. You got something there? Please, we do Christmas every year. There is no big deal again. Don't eat Christmas. Don't eat. It's good, though. I enjoy. Me, I will go out. I'll have fun with my family. I will have, but don't just, don't just watch the whole film you could not watch while you were walking. Just watch everything. Which one did they bring again? Which film? Which one is Wakanda? Okay, which one next? Then when we when when you are speaking, you say in the name Wakanda. You say, hey, wait, it's Jesus. Because you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. When you have the word in your life, as this happened to you before, you were dreaming, you had a dream. And you had a very maybe bad dream, and you woke up with oh, a dour great mountain before Zerubbabel. You wake up from a dream like that, and shouting, Mommy, oh! uh, you know that this one, there's nothing there. You are light. <laughs> Your spiritual force field is not strong. You speak the word. You speak the word. God loves when we speak this word back to Him. Are you not the God of the nations? Did you tell me that this year, this is how you talk? Elijah said, the God before whom I stand. He says, if I be a man of God, God will say, wait, these people, they, these people go, they make me, they do things where I no plan now. Oh yeah, I take fire now. <laughs> the lifestyle of faith. These people, you must, you must put them under pressure in the heavens. I told you yesterday, did God send um, David, Aaron, to go and fight Goliath? Did God say, you are going to kill Goliath? No. He got there and looked for trouble. You have permission to look for trouble. You have permission to bite more than you can chew. And leave God to eat the rest for you. The problem of Christians is that we are scared of failure. Listen, failure is perspective. Failure is perspective. I tell you the truth. Failure is perspective. I've never feared failure once. That's why if you don't know certain things about the understanding of failure and these things, some of you will never do investments. Because that one naira cannot go. See, this one naira, I don't keep her for 20 years old. I'm not saying you should do MMM and all those things. So that's not what I'm talking about. But you do investment by the Spirit. Amen? But you see, Peter was better than the other disciples on the boat. Because at least Peter would say, I walked on water, you did not. You guys were at the boat staring at me walking on water. At least I believed. And I looked at this unbelief and I started sinking. But in the record of my lifetime, I walked on water. So if Jesus walked on water and they are asking, who in the Bible walked on water? Jesus did it. 
Peter did it. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. I'd rather fail in believing God than get to heaven and believe that what I actually called failure was a setup for greatness. Let me tell you something. Sometimes it's in God's plan that you, you, you will have some failure. I tell you the truth. It's in the manuscript of Joseph that he must go to the pits to build capacity and image. Jesus said, Jesus lent obedience through the things that he suffered. Stop being scared of failure. The reason why you can't start a job, the reason why you can't start business, the reason why you can't open company, what will it take you to open a business in London? What will it take you to open a business in Korea? What? No, tell me now. Okay, at the end of the day, they'll cancel you. You don't make money. You come back. At least when they say, those who started business in London, come forward. At least you will come forward. What does it take? What does it take? It takes faith. And guess what God does? God is happy and compelled every time his people respond to faith. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Shout it, I have faith. I have faith. 2023, I'm coming. 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 Boy, oh boy. I'm coming. Go and look for some companies that are crashing. Buy it. The new church, listen to me. Dear the impossible. Stop all this and just stop playing small. See, your playing small doesn't please God. It doesn't please you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For me and my household, 2023 would not meet me unprepared. From the day one, it is on your, on your mark, set. From, from day one, from day one, from today, you must start strategizing. Oh, last year I didn't do this one. Okay, now. Okay, now. Travel to some conference. I'm talking about the spirit. You are not invited. Travel and stay at the gate. Just wait. Somebody, will, even when you come back and you don't find any meaning of what you're going to do, let me tell you something. When God wants to change the life of a man, he must set several footsteps of imaginations. So what you think was nothing, imagination shifted. Because you will never produce what you have not imagined. May the Lord give you opportunity for several imaginations. Yeah. Sit down. Let me begin to close now. So what faith does, write this down as I close. Number one, what faith does. Number one, faith overcomes the world. First John 5, 4. Faith overcomes the world. Say after me, my faith overcomes the world so whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world and this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith and we understand that the world is not only the cosmos we understand that the world are different mountains of influence also so that's why we have world of business we have world of fashion we have world of sports glory to God so your faith overcomes your world the world in which God has commanded you to command glory be to God Number two, faith helps you to quench the fiery darts of the enemy. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 16. Faith 
helps us to quench the fiery darts of the enemy. Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all. Somebody say all. Did he say some? Did he say the fiery darts of family quenched, but the fiery darts of your finances not quenched? Did he say all? The fiery darts of your health quenched, but the fiery darts of your business not quenched. What did he say? Somebody say all. Say very loud, all. Say my faith quenches all the fiery darts of the enemy. Number three, your faith pleases God. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Your faith pleases God. Number four, your faith subdues kingdom. All right. Media, I want to be sure I'm having the right time. I'm seeing 18 minutes here. If it's correct, please give me a signal. All right, because... No, I'm trying to say that it's correct. All right, thank you. Thank you. Ah, I try. <laughs> yeah. Uh, faith subdues kingdom. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32. Hebrews 11, verse 32. Watch this. Let's read this together. This is where I'm going to in this scripture. Listen, I taught you all of those things all along for one purpose where we are coming to now. And at the Feast Akure, I will teach deeper on those ones. Please, I want to implore you, um, the Feast Akure starts on Saturday and on Sunday. All right? On Saturday and Sunday. The Saturday session, please join in online. It's on YouTube. If you can make your way down to Akure, that's fine for you. You can come, please. But please join in and watch those messages. I'm going to talk on faith of taking kingdoms. The Lord showed me that specifically and taught me that. And the Lord commanded me that in the year 2023, that's the dimension he wants me to walk in and lead the church in. And so I want you to listen very carefully because it's going to be a template, a manual of what we are going to be doing as a people. How many of you are tired of ground level? How many of you believe there is much more? What is this we are doing? Somebody shout, there is more. There is more. There's, there's gotta be more. Gotta be more. Thank you, sir. I thought you wanted to say two minutes left. So let me run now. All right, thank you. I'll do that. Um, yeah. So let's read Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32. Everybody, are you there? Can we read it together? Can you please read it loud? You know, there's a way you read the Bible loud and it resounds in your heart. Can we please do that? All right, weren't you ready? We read. What shall we say? For the time will fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophet. Next verse. Who through faith subdued kingdom, what righteousness, obtained promises, shut the mouth of lions. Next verse. Quench the violence of fire. Next verse. Wow. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. Wow. My goodness. Next verse. Still others are the Yes, and of chains and imprisonment. Next verse. They were stoned. See, fate. 
anything for the agenda of God. Being persistent. Next verse. Wandered in the desert and mountains and dens and caves on the earth. Next verse. All this, having obtained a good testimony, through faith, did not receive the promise. Can you imagine? Next verse. Next verse. I think that's the end of the verse. Look at all the things they did. The Bible says, even at that, they didn't obtain promise. The promise was Jesus. That's what it was saying. They didn't see Jesus. Now, they had faith. They didn't even have the dimension of Jesus. Now, we have faith. We now have the name of Jesus. Wait, please, what have we been doing? If that, do, if that doesn't get you angry, if that doesn't get you, if that doesn't intoxicate something inside you, if that doesn't make you go and register that business tomorrow morning, if that doesn't, are you getting what I'm saying? If that doesn't make you say, P.S., there is a movie in this church, I want to sponsor it. If that doesn't make you say, P.S., that song we just sang, I heard her, I want to pay for the song, I want to pay for the music video. Are you getting what I'm saying? Faith. They subdued kingdom. Have you seen when, I don't know what they call those people, those people that they have, you know, those um, um, bricks, right, that they use their hands. How many of you did that when you were growing up? Bloody. Then the thing breaks apart. Or you take an iron rod and you break it into two. Pow. That's what they did with faith. Not with their hands, but by their faith. Their faith oppressed kingdoms. Because you know, I told you yesterday that the kings of the earth are sleeping. And they are sleeping solely because they don't want trouble with the devil. The moment you give your life to Christ, you are now in warfare with him. And there are kingdoms that you must subdue. Listen, this is one of the reasons why we have faith. We have faith to subdue kingdoms. We all shout, oh, I'm taking my mountain. I'm taking this one. They don't take those kind of things we talk. It's by faith. The response on those places is a conversation of faith. We subdue by faith. We subdue by faith. Jesus came to the earth. The most powerful person on the earth at the time was Satan and his co-host. He came by faith. And Abel's power, principalities and powers. It, up, it made an open spectacle of them by faith. Broke the back of darkness by faith. Subdued kingdoms. Then he gave us the keys and says from today, you have the keys. Whatever you bound on earth is bound on earth. Heaven, whatever you lose on heaven and in earth is loosed in heaven. He gave us the keys to the kingdom and says from this forward, from this day forward, you determine the dictates of kingdoms unto the kingdom of our Lord God, unto the kingdom of our Lord God. That's why we are here. You are here to commandeer kingdoms. You are here as a general to commandeer kingdoms. I tell you the truth. In your lifetime, there are several kingdoms operating. With the time that I have left, I want to show you something. I want to talk about paganism quickly. Because you see, it has slipped into the, to the world, but we don't know yet. Because many people are bowing to their mobile phones, but they don't know. Let me show you some scriptures. 
Psalms chapter 10 and verse 36. When God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, listen to what I'm about to say to you now. When God brought the children out, because I'm talking about kingdoms we must, kingdoms we must subdue. In our lifetime, some of these things must not rise. Curriculum to build children must come out of us from Zion. These are the things you must pray for towards next year. When they came out of Egypt, look at what Aaron said. Aaron said, they built a golden calf, then pointed all of them to the golden calf and said, this is the God that brought you out of Egypt. So paganism has started a long time ago. A long time ago. Idolatry, idol worship. But you see, in our modern days, it's no longer what we call it anymore. Because what we think before is the fashion, go all those things. They have, they have uh, upgraded. It's a new way. And the Lord told me, that's why I'm addressing this, that in the coming years, it's going to be so rampant that people would enter and touch it unknown to them. Truly, the God that we serve is a jealous God. Jealous not in terms of jealousy, 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 jealousy. That's not what it means. It means he loves to preserve his own and keep them. That's what that word means. So I'll show you. Psalms 10 verse 36. Psalms 10 36. Oh my, I have 10 minutes. Psalms 10 36. The Lord is the king, however, forever and ever. No, no, no. It's not Psalms. Yeah, 36. Next verse. Next verse. I want to be sure I got that. Hold on. 106, pardon me. Psalms 106. Verse 36. Psalms 106. I want to show you something. Psalms 106. Media. They served their idols, which became a snare to them. You know, we're talking about subduing kingdoms. Next verse. They even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to demons. Watch this. Oh. And shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. Next verse. Thus, they were defiled by their own works and played the allot by their own deeds. Next verse. Therefore, the wrath of God was kindled against his people so that he would abhor his own inheritance. Next verse. And he gave them into the hands of the Gentiles and those who hated them ruled over them. He says they gave their own sons and daughters. Remember what I always tell, to, tell us. I tell us that the, 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 we are responsible for the coming generation. The coming generation are sons and daughters. I want to show you something. Leviticus chapter 20 verse 1 to 8. Leviticus chapter 20 verse 1 to 8. In, in, in the book of Leviticus, because of time, I can see my time is ticking fast. In the book of Leviticus, there was a God called Molech. Molech. The God was a Canaanite God, which this Bible verse that we read now talked about. This Molech, all right, again, you say the children of Israel, whosoever the children of Israel, this was God giving a warning. 
of the strangers who dwell in Israel, who give away honor of any of his descendants to Molech. He shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him to their stones. These gods of paganism has always been. Always trying to rival what God wants to do. Whenever a new thing starts in a generation, it always comes in. But in our time, it is so subtle. He says, I will set my face. That's why I'm talking about faith to subdue kingdoms. He says, I will set my da 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 He will give it da 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 to Molech. Now, go to the, go to. So, let me talk about Molech. Molech, because of time, was a pagan king, a pardon, a, pe- a god, and it was a Canaanite, Canaanite god. This Canaanite, this is it. This Canaanite god was a child sacrificing god. So they sacrificed their children, their seed to this child. To this god. In fact, in the book of First Kings chapter 11, go and read it when you get home. Solomon had built the temple. That's why Christians must be careful. You can build the temple for God and eventually use your own hand to serve Molech. Go and read it. It's in the Bible. Solomon had done all of these plenty things for God. Then he went back and started serving several gods. And one of the gods that several, um, Solomon went to serve and bow before was Molech. Go and read it. It's in your Bible. Let me show you something. Give me that picture of a woman, that picture holding two babies. This is what you see on social media that many people like. Give me the way it was on Twitter, the way it was on Instagram. Now, these are brands that support these things. Well, they will not say they come out to support, but they will back support. This is, see, and the people will like it. Gods, Moleks in disguise. Show me pictures, some of the things I've showed you, I sent to you. We must know we are in battle. Look at this. No, show me the tweet. How this abridged thing. This is a celebrity. Performed for many kings. Look at this. Now you can think, they can say it's photography they are doing. Have you seen, go and watch, go and watch the Commonwealth. Commonwealth of this, how many months ago? Go and watch the bull that came. Go and watch the entrance of that bull. You see this one too some weeks, some days ago. Show me other ones. Show me. Remember this funny guy. Now, you see it in music video. Now it's no longer a shrine they come to bow. Now it's infused into your media. Now it's infused into the lyrics that you love. Ah. Listen, in the book of Daniel, the Bible says, when, when, the, when Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar said, when you hear the sound of the flute and the harp, you must bow to this king. When they hear the sound, Daniel said, no, we will not bow. So it is no longer game as usual anymore, guys. Look at this one. This is a secondary school, though. Children's school. Now, they were going to write, I love Santa. That was what, this was Christmas, so. But see, see, I love you, Satan. But the plan was to say Santa. It's right on your doorpost. It's right on your face. On your face. And this, and you see, 
The devil is too organized to his agenda, but Christians are too disorganized for an agenda. So we say, bring what you have and this vision of the new, let's partner together. Let's do more together. Let's change the air together. Do you see why one person cannot do this? Do you see why we need your talent? We need your skill set. We need your ideas. Because we can do it together to subdue kingdoms. Tell me one Christian movie. It doesn't have to be Christian. On Netflix that you can watch without even praying and enjoy. Tell me one. No, tell me one. And it tells us where we are putting our money into. Christians don't have problem of money. We are just funding other people's agenda and claiming the, the devil is winning. And when somebody who is a believer then wants to do something else, you expect it to be free. But it's okay for you to go and dance. Sungba, sungba, lego nianja, sungba, sungba, sungba. You're wondering how I know it. I'm online now. It's okay for you to pay 10,000 where they will choke you at the gates. And you cannot move. You just like, where's? You just stay. You will not even enter gates. It's 70K. And buy table of 101 million. But a believer who is even doing something similar, your 1K, they will be chasing you. Then we say, let's pay offering. Let's produce music. Let's put sounds together that will match up, that will compete. Then you squeeze 1K here. But use 1,500 Naira to download iTunes Musics. You are funding Molek. Funding Molek. We must partner. Listen. Everyone listen to me. This 2023 we are coming to, I'm angry. God, God, put, God has put a holy hunger in my spirit. I'm angry. If you are not angry with me, I'm, we are going to change this world. We need the influence. Influence is no longer, should we be influential or not? No. Influence, influence is part of the agenda. And Christian, you must stop this thing. Stop saying that uh, God, God, listen. God told Abraham, I will make you famous. Fame is part of the agenda. Embrace your fame. This is why some of you must, as a church, as we come into next year, we need to strategize. Listen, we are having, a, we are having I, want, I didn't want to announce this before, on the 27th of this month, after Christmas, 27th to 30th, as a church, we are having a church retreat, workers, leaders retreat. We want to strategize for the next year, for three days. We want to strategize. Because there's also a strategy that we cannot be seen coming as well. If you are not angry, so, these are gods that people serve, moleks. But we, we don't think it's okay to partner so you see why when we say let's give to church, let's do things so that we can put our faith and our money to fund kingdom agendas. Are you not worried what your child will watch when you give birth to your child? Are you not worried to know that your little daughter does not have many options? Does that worry you? 
Are you not worried to know that you can't even go and sit in a movie with your two-year-old or your three-year-old anymore? I hope you know that all this thing we are talking about LGBTQ, it has been a 30 years agenda. It's an unraveling plan. Let me tell you something, everyone here. If you are in this church, this is one of the visions of this church. I want you to know the church you are part of. That's why we are here. To raise a supernatural army that will bring the influence of God to the nations. Bring the influence of God to the earth. So we cover the earth. And that we can do things differently. As a people, as a church. 2023, we are going to buy some media houses. We are going to create movies that we compete with any movie that comes out. And if it means we have to sell some of our properties, we will sell it. Because it's a seed that will always come back. We must leave so a good father leaves an inheritance for his children's children. We must leave something for our children's to come. In our generation, the shrines of Molek will burn. Did you get something there? Roar like an army. greatly blessed by today's message because God still has so much he wants to share with you. So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in his presence.